Hi, this is Janet Gallen welcoming you to Love Letters Live. Today's guest is Judy Tenuta, who is um, is doing so much in life, has already accomplished so much in life as a comedian and a writer. And I know you sing. And let's just, Judy, you come say hello and tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do. Uh, well, you know, world, I, as, as concisely as you can. I'm a Judy Tenuta, the love goddess, petite flower, fashion plate, saint, earth mother, uh, geisha girl, buffer of foreheads, uh, um, Aphrodite of the accordion. Oh, my accordion oh, is over. You play the accordion? I forgot that. I don't really. I, I, I use it at, to punish people. That's oh. what the accordion is meant to do. I don't think so. Oh, how, how old were you when you learned? I was seven. I was eight years old. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, you know, and then, and uh, so, yeah, I, it's, it's just, so, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Don't go away. Don't, go away. Okay. <laughs> don't be gone long. I did this early, so I, I didn't have it here, but yes. Uh, so I am the Aphrodite of the accordion. But mainly, I am a petite flower love goddess. And uh, just like everyone else, I'm going through a journey, you know. Yeah. And so right now, I have some challenges. Do you want to just go right in and talk about those to be helpful to others? Well, I, I just, uh, I, for those of you who don't know me, uh, you know, I don't know who, I don't know all of your listeners, but, you know, I am, I am a, a, a comedian love goddess and I, I, uh, I am double Grammy nominated. And so for my albums and, uh, you know, I, I was touring around the country a lot, but as you know, we all have COVID to deal with. So I'm not doing that anymore. And I'm just, um, so, so we're all kind of a little bit stuck at home. And yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we are, luckily we have this Zoom so we can communicate that way and see one another. And um, yes, well, I, I uh, but, but for many years I toured the country all over and <laughs> see, there's my accordion. Oh, can I ask, uh, and, I want to ask you something. Are, is your family or ancestry Italian? Yes, in fact, here's the situation, right? So my mom was Polish and my father was Italian. So they were always taking a hit out on each other. And then when I was born, I popped out. <laughs> uh, people ask me, how'd you get started with the accordion? Well, really, I popped out wearing it because it was my mom's IUD. But I mean, you know, uh, it didn't work because she had nine kids. Wow. So it all, I know. Can you believe the poor thing? I have never had a child, I, but I know it's got to be really tough. Oh, I, I don't even, I don't see how people, I don't see how women can, or men can handle that many children. It's such a large responsibility. Yes. But the, the reason I asked, the only people I knew who played the accordion were from Italian families. So I thought that was a cultural thing specific. And I once saw an all girls accordion orchestra. <laughs> oh okay well that's exciting but yeah no um it, it it it's just because when i was growing up you know in in uh in yeah the late 50s early 60s that uh you know 
I was just, yeah, they, they were passing accordions around <laughs> in right. Chicago and uh, they wanted people to take lessons. I think, it's a, I think it's really great for children to have any kind of musical lesson, whether it's, oh yeah, it so helps you with so many, it really, it re well, you know, it's great for math and, and everything. Yeah. So, um, yes. And not only that, it cheers you up. We yeah. love music. We love music, you know, like this. It's a lovely day today. So whatever you got to do, you got a lovely day to do it. And that's true. So I just like to wake up and sing a little song. I want to thank you for that, because I was going to mention that I know you're also a singer and you have a yeah. video on kicking cancer's ass. Yes, I do. Yes, why don't, yes. Why don't you tell us why don't you tell us about this because I think you can bring a lot of good information to people about when you know you suspect that you may have cancer. What's, oh yes. What's well, the, how how do you approach this whole? Well, well, it's a twofold uh, situation because number one, we were in the pandemic, and I think many people were like myself. I started getting, I, I've always been a very healthy person and mm -hmm. I, I eat right. I don't smoke. I don't drink. You know, uh, uh, my main vice is maybe shopping once in a while. <laughs> you know? Are you, you know? doing a lot of that online? Oh my God. Are you kidding me? I, I couldn't live without it. Yes. That's how I get everything now. Yeah. Um, yeah. A, a lot of online. But I, I'm not crazy. I'm not like going wild. Like I order, I don't order like, a, a, you know, a, let's say a whole deck for my backyard. I don't do that online. Just little things that you might okay. need. Okay. Yeah. So at what point during the pandemic? So, so your discovery of having had cancer, having cancer came during the pandemic, right? Exactly, exactly. It was, uh, well, I, you know, I started feeling, uh, I started getting a little pain on my left side and I had just spoken to my brother not too long before that he goes, well, you know, that could be a, a kidney stone or something like that. So I went to see my general practitioner and uh, I, I wanna say that was, that was in March, okay, last March. Uh, and she said, yes, you definitely have a kidney stone. Uh, and, and we're going to take more, more. Uh, so they gave me, I guess you would call a CAT scan. And that's when they saw. And then, then, then she said, I need you to go see our oncologist, hematologist. Well, I know what that means, right. but I still did not, it, you don't know for sure until they, you go in there. So I went in and of course I, I've, you know, that he told me you have it. And, uh, you know, I had a good cry and oh. then I stopped crying and I said, you know what? I, and I was with my boyfriend. Thank God. He's been a fantastic caregiver. You need, oh, I was going to ask you about that. If you have friends or family or people who are helping you through this, I, I have, I have no family here, but my, uh, yeah, he's been taking really great care of me. I, he takes me to all my doctor's appointments, my whatever I needed to do, because right away, the doctor set up a plan. I had two doctors, my hematologist, oncologist, and I also have a surgeon uh, My uh, because I needed surgery. 
No, stop that. We're going to turn off the phone, my Please. Okay. People don't realize what I'm doing. That's right, so but they will once they see this. Okay, go ahead. I, I, I turned it on. Okay, um, thank you. So, so, uh, yes, I, I, um, I forgot where I that's okay. You were talking about how good your boyfriend was in taking over. Oh, oh, the first I, thing I, couldn't have, I, I couldn't have done it without him. I mean, he took me, I had to go do so many things. I, first of all, they set me up with chemotherapy. So I had, I did, I did a s sessions of that. Right. And then I had surgery last June 29th. And then I had after that, about a month after that, I had more chemotherapy and I'm finished with that. Uh, but but now I'm on, uh, I, I will go see my doctor, in fact, this Thursday, two days from now, um, because he's going to let me know if, uh, if there's a maintenance drug that I could take. But if not, they just keep an eye on me because uh, I, I'm, you can see I seem healthy. I, I'm not like- yeah, I was, I was I, gonna say, you look beautiful and healthy and like you're doing well. Yeah, yes, I am doing well and I, uh, the first thing I say to people, and whether you have any kind of disease or whatever challenges you have, you have to be positive. You have to start your day with, every day I start my day with, I am healthy, I am loved, and I am blessed. You have to do that because you, you want to start your day that way with energy, with positivity, and it really helps. It really, it really makes a difference. That's a nice thing to hear. Do you ever, do you ever have a time when you're just exhausted and it's difficult for you? Oh, to do that? oh of course. Uh, well, when I was going through chemo, you know that, if, and and of course I lost like 17 pounds. So uh, I, people say, "Wow, you 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 lost weight." You, I go, "Yeah, it's called <laughs> the chemo diet." You know, yeah. you know, yeah. because chemotherapy takes your appetite away and. But I have excellent doctors and uh, they always were watching over me. So they adjusted the dose and, um, you know, it, it is challenging, but you can get through it, you know? Um, and so, like I said, he set up the whole program they did. And, and I, you know, cause without it, you know, people can make the choice not to do the treatment, but then, you know, you know what will happen. You'll die. Yeah. So, I didn't want that to happen. So, uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm being treated. I have good doctors and you have to trust your doctors. If, yeah. how, should, did, how, did you, how did you find your doctors? Well, I was already with UCLA. Now, UCLA is one of the top three in the country. So, uh, you know, I knew I would be in good hands. Okay, so you could just follow the instructions. Yes. Well, so uh, what, what will this have to do? You know, I, I don't know when you get to start entertaining again because of the pandemic and when you get to go anyplace. I don't want to go on a plane. I don't want to deal with these people now who are uh, beating up the flight attendants. What's that oh. about? People are crazy. I do not yeah. want to do that. I am very happy to do things on Zoom. Uh -huh. And, and I, I'm going to be giving here in Los Angeles, I'm going to be giving an award for a children's event so i'll go to that and but you know i don't want to be around these crazy people that are, <laughs> i don't blame you I, I don't you know you don't never you never know when somebody's gonna act out right that's right 
So, and also the misbehavior, the violent behavior on airplanes toward flight attendants is just shocking. Well, it's wrong. Okay. Yes. So, and where you'd think that you'd think that some kind of good manners would prevent you from sucking a flight attendant. Again, again, think of what it costs for them to, for the, for the, uh, uh, you know, for the airline to turn the plane around, take it back and get rid, take these people off the plane because they have to do that sometimes. Yes. You know, it's just wrong. It's, it's not right. And people have to learn to behave. Yes. No, they have to behave. When you're on a plane with fellow people, you, you have to especially respect the flight attendants. They are there for your safety. And also okay. they're in charge when it comes to that cabin. They're the boss, no? Yes, but here's the problem. These people order drinks and they shouldn't. These are people that should not oh. have drinks. Mm-hmm. And then they get, and sometimes they don't even have drinks. They're just nasty people. Right. So I don't want to be in an environment like that. So Okay, so let's talk about that aspect of staying healthy. And keeping yourself in an environment, it's any milieu that makes you feel happy and comfortable and safe. Oh, absolutely. Well, you got to surround yourself with people who care about you. That's number one. Sometimes it's not your family, people that are related to you. It's people who are right near you to, to help you. Like I, I told you, my boyfriend, I have, I have a couple of really great girlfriends and oh, good, good. We, up, we made it meet up. They come and get me and we go have lunch. <laughs> right. um, in fact, just before you called me one, what that, that one who was calling me, she always checks up on me. So she didn't realize I, I was having a zoom meeting. So oh, okay. anyway, but I'll call her back. Now. But, you know, yes, it's it's very important to... Did you, did you indicate that you're from Chicago? Yes, I am from Chicago. So yeah. are you are your siblings still there? Yes, I have some siblings there and some are in Florida. Yeah, okay. but I'm the only one here. But, yeah. and, you know, but I always felt the closest to my parents. I loved my... My parents are the greatest. Oh. oh. And they are now in heaven. But, you know, they, they were the best. I just love them. I'm going to cry. That's a wonderful thing to hear. Yeah. You know, whenever I would hear some friends who would say things about, oh, I never talked to my mother. Well, that would break my heart. Now I'm sure they have maybe reasons. Maybe there's been episodes. I I don't know, but listen, my parents were tough. They were, I think it's very important to have guidelines for children and, uh, you know, that's what's happening now. These poor kids, if you look at a kid now, here's what a kid is doing, right? So you're talking to me and here's the kid. Yeah. I'm, and they don't talk. They're just, oh, oh, that's so irritating to talk to somebody and having them look at their cell phone while they're talking to you. But it's not yeah. just that they have no social skills. Like here we are communicating. I don't think children can do that now. Yeah. They're, you know, they're on their little iPad or their device. It, you yeah. know, it's very important to communicate face to face. And that's why in our family, we would have, we would all sit around the dinner table and, and talk. There you go. Yeah. Now, I don't know. And I don't know. Can- yeah. I think a lot of that has gone today. I don't think people do have the dinner hour as kind of a sacrosanct time like we used to. Yes. You, you yes. indicated that your parents, you didn't say strict, but you just said something. And I, what were, they are, what were they, they, 
what were they insistent about in raising you and your siblings? Oh, well, it was, you know, that first of all, I thank you so much to them for, you know, they, they, uh, I showed an aptitude for the accordion. So they, I took those lessons and they tried to get me. I think it's very important for children to, to do things like that. Music, dancing, anything to, because they have to find out what they like to do. And, and not only that, music is so good for your soul. And oh, your, yes, of course. Yeah, I love music, all kinds. Uh, well, except can I just please don't get mad rap. I, I can't. <laughs> well, really? Okay, because I have, I, it turns out I just love it. I, you know, I listen to the words, but you know, uh, it, it, not it just, everything is for everybody. So it just depends. I like some of it, but right. I like musical things that you can remember. Okay, so, so Rogers and Hammerstein and, you know, sure. like kind of thing. Um, not to mention uh, uh, great voices. Uh, my, my dad used to go around, we would watch Mario Lanza on the- Really? You know, just, oh yeah, you know, so a great appreciation for great singers, Nat King Cole, you know, uh, all of those. Sure, you know, so characters. let me ask you something. You're, you're nine children. And it sounds to me like your parents had enough time and heart to give everybody good attention. Not just that, but uh, I was one of the older ones in the top three. I was the third uh -huh. and I helped, helped raise uh, my younger siblings, uh, you know, so that's why after that, I wasn't real interested in having a child. I can, I can, that's not so uncommon, by the way. What, yeah. what you're feeling. I want to ask you, what, what kind of things were they insistent upon in terms of good manners or just being out in the world? Well, number one, uh, education, right? Number one, we have, we were very, they were very, you've got to do your homework, uh, you know, and then you can do some music. I was in the choir also at our church. I think all that is really important and it's it, it helpful. Um, so and when you start something, finish it. See, sometimes I would do something and, and, and then I'd say, oh, I don't feel like doing it. And my mom would say, you are going to finish that. You have to do that. That's part of your, that's part of life experience. You have to see something through your plan. Otherwise, in life, you don't want to be giving up. So, as a, excuse me, as a child or a young, young person, when she said that, how did you feel about her saying that to you? Well, you know, when I'm a kid and I'm eight years old and I don't feel like practicing my accordion, right. she said, no, you're going in the room and you're doing that. And I, I realized afterward that was very good for me. Yes. Because yes. it kept you to a schedule. So it makes you responsible, not to mention you have a new friend. Music is a friend. It's the greatest. Really? You know, it's wonderful. Just like comedy. But with music, it really soothes your spirit. You know, I think. Yes. May I ask how long your parents have been gone? Well, my father, unfortunately, died uh, back in 1992 uh, or three from cancer. But he had, he had colon cancer. And, uh, and I know he would have been alive today if he had better care. Like I, oh. I, he, I, I have excellent doctors. Yeah. We were in Chicago at the time and Hey, you know, uh, not that they don't have great, listen, they have 
Loyola, Loyola Northwestern, they're all great. Um, but but um, my father went to our practitioner. You have to you have to have a specialist for this. Yes. You know? yes. But at that at that time, you know, they didn't they didn't know as as well. Right. Uh, and then my mother uh, died in 2013. Oh, recently. Yeah, she died. She lived to be 88. Okay. So that was wonderful. So you were well into your adulthood. You had them all your growing up life and most. Yeah, of I was. Life. I was lucky because I remember I had a girlfriend who, uh, uh, her mother, her her mother died when she was young, and I remember one time she came over to play with me and. My mom was saying, Judy, you have to do this. And I go, oh, and, and, and so I say to my girlfriend, oh, my mom makes me so mad. Oh, she, and no, no. But I, that was just a moment. Sure. And my girlfriend said, Judy, you have to be grateful. You have your mother. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to cry. Yeah. And I, I, re- I understood, you know, I realized, oh, my God, I'm so lucky. Well, let me ask you something. You know, I am so largely about love letters. Yes. Do you do you still talk to your parents? You talk to your mother? Do you oh, talk to your dad? Of course. Uh, often it's advice. I say, Mom, I don't know because she would be great. Uh, my mom was, I think, my mom was a genius. I she could take care. Talk about multitasking. You know, she took care of the kids. She could do taxes. She. My dad was great too. I I remember when I started going on the road. And I lived downstairs. They had uh, and a kind of like an eight eight uh, unit. Uh, unit building. And I was in the downstairs and and I would go on the road. My dad would take me to the airport. I'd come back and or one of my brothers, maybe. Anyway, um, and and I remember one time I, I had a small little place, you know, and I said, gee, I really would like a. I wish I had a closet. I didn't have a closet per se. Mm-hmm. So when I came back one, it was, it was like around Christmas time. I go into my room and there's a big bow, big red bow and this closet. Wow. And Oh my God. I, my father made that for me. Oh. So you know, they were, they were just fantastic. Okay, I, I have a thought because you know, what I always ask is if you were to write a love letter right now, who would you be writing it to? I want to write one to your mother and your father. Oh, and, and I don't want to, I shouldn't do that because you know what letters you want to write would be up to you. No, but, you're absolutely right. Oh, but I'm going to start crying. Uh, okay. Me too. Me too. Would, I, you, would you consider, or what do you think about writing a love letter individually to each of your parents? Oh yeah! All that you just said right now, you know, I want to thank you for, and just start talking about the specifics of the things that they did for you separately. Yeah. Uh, Well, I, okay. You know, my parents were strict and I, 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 first I want to thank you both for giving me mom and dad, Joanne and Caesar were their names. I'm the daughter of Caesar. (laughs) So of course I had to be a goddess, but, um, I was always encouraged to, I want to thank you so much for encouraging me with music and with, then, and here's the other thing that I love them for, you know, other girls that I grew up with my age, their parents would always be 
bothering them about, you've got to, right out of high school, you've got to get married. You've got to find someone. My parents never did that. Okay, so you have you have lists of things to thank them for. And yes. I, I'm thinking two separate letters and maybe more than one. I mean, this is your history. Yes. And it's, uh, in my opinion, let me say, yeah, well, I, I, it's so worth um, writing these letters and you've, you've got a history worth knowing about. And uh, the question is, you know, your parents are gone. Where would you mail these? Well, this is, this is from my heart and they're in heaven. So right. I'm just sending it from my heart to their, to their spirits. Oftentimes I thought I would, I thought I would, sometimes I feel, I don't know if they hear me. I, you know, I, right. I don't feel but, but I always thank them. I, I always say, thank you, dad, for my dad would always pick me up from school functions. You know, you take it for granted when you're That's a kid. Right. And so later now, at, you know, our age and we can look back. Oh, we, yeah. We no, no, no. It, but I, it is normal. What, when I, as I became a young adult, I appreciated them more and more. And I, I, I thank them for, you know, my, my music lessons, my I, well, on my own, I took singing lessons and, uh, and, and for really making me study. It's, I, education is so important. That's the most important. Yes. Well, you know what I think? I think with all the things that you do now to keep yourself and your spirit lifted, you know, you, you sing, you wake up in the morning and you have the things that you say and do. There is something about writing a love letter to people we loved. Yes. And categorizing all the things that you're grateful for. It may take more than one letter to each, who knows? And you will see that that does even more elevating. Yes. You're actually writing out in your own handwriting. And I'm just wondering, you know, I always think that a love letter should be mailed to someone. And I don't know what your relationship is with your siblings but sometimes it's really nice to say, you know, dear mom, I'm writing this to you, but I'm going to send it to n- name uh, a sibling. So no, don't he, get jealous. They, they, they'll get jealous. because Okay. okay. Because uh, what about mailing it to yourself? Okay, that's and good. Then you mail it to yourself and you open it up and you read it in your own handwriting. And I will tell you, my experience has been that mm-hmm. the you who wrote it and the you who reads it are two separate people. Yeah. Well, I, I yeah, I do believe that. I, I, I'll I, tell you what, speaking what? of letters, for my birthday, which was in November, I have an older brother and um, he is kind of a tough guy, you know, a tough guy. Uh-huh. He was not always nice to me. Oh. But, uh, he wrote me the sweetest for my birthday he, he said Judy you're such a sweet sister and thank you for loving me even when I wasn't nice oh my isn't that something the power of a letter yeah uh, and I was I, I was like, wow, that really made my, I told him, oh my God, that made my birthday. <laughs> you know, I was very moved by that. As you get to see, I can't even, mm, I can't even talk about it. Well, but, you know, 
it's it's it is it's because I thought he didn't care, you know. But then there you go. So the power of letters to correct things, yes, set things straight, and to heal. I mean, you're oh. living a, you're living a whole life right now of healing. Oh God, yes, 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 very much. And this and, is still part of it. Oh yeah, and I'm I'm so grateful for everyone who tries to keep my spirits up. I before I spoke to you, a friend of mine. A friend of mine just called me and she goes, Judy, what are you doing? I go, well, I'm getting ready to do a Zoom. She goes, yes, but you're also kicking cancer's ass. Okay, that is such, <laughs> that's a wonderful note to end on. Yes. That you are kicking cancer's ass and that's you're right. doing it and you're doing it in so many ways. You know, you're doing it spiritually and you're doing it physically and you're doing it emotionally. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I, I want to thank you for doing this with me. Oh, well, thank you. I'm yeah. so happy to have met you here. Happy to have met you too. Now I have to go write my love letters. Yes, yes, you do. You do. I love giving homework assignments. And, <laughs> and maybe just you and I can talk some other time. And if you feel like telling me what it was like writing these letters. Oh, sure. Or I could even read them. Oh, oh, really? Okay, let's have another Love Letters Live then where you can read the letters you wrote to your parents. Okay. Wonderful. So I, I, I'm going to, I'm just going to say goodbye for right now. And okay. I look forward to talking to you again. Okay. Well, thank I, you. I am just, I'm just so glad we met. Okay. So now you're part of my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you. Definitely. Okay. Bye. Bye.